G'day! It's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. G'day. (laughs) It's good to be back. And it is 2021 and it's February and I'm really, 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 really excited to be bringing you the first of many episodes of 2021. You know, we only kicked off this podcast last year and it was so much fun. I have loved all the feedback that I've received from you. I've loved, I'm so grateful for you sharing what you're learning and contacting me and letting me know that something has impacted you and and changed you and supported you. It means so much to me. You know, for people like me who create things like this and create newsletters and content online, it's something that is easy to forget that it requires a lot of effort and money and um, forward thinking at times, not always at times. But yeah, the things that we get to see and experience from people who write us newsletters and we receive them in our inbox and the people who create podcasts for us, in order for all creatives to do their creative work, they need to invest time and money and energy. And so hearing and seeing from people that it's helping them and it's supporting them and receiving feedback and asking for you know something else that you'd love to hear, it just, it gives me so much meaning and it gives me so much life. So I want to kick off this year Well, you've already had one episode from me, but I want to kick off this February by saying thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for connecting with me. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And thank you for giving me suggestions about what you would love to hear as well. So kicking off into February, I thought it would be really fun to talk about something that we all forget by February, and that is holidays. (laughs) So many of us have been on an extended holiday at home over 2020. Some of us have been on holidays. It's been summer here in Australia and January is typically a time in Australia where a lot of people take their time off after Christmas and New Year's. 
Some people don't. A lot of people work all the way through, but there's school holidays for parents and the kids are going back to school around the end of January and we have a lot of public holidays and uh, a lot of construction stops over the summer. So people just take their time off and February seems to be a time where things kind of get a bit real again and we all plug back into the reality of things and life gets real. And so I'm just not into that. I thought I would make an episode today about keeping the holiday alive long after the holiday is over. I don't want you to experience holiday blues. I would love you to be one of those people who wakes up on a Monday morning and is excited about their day. Now, there's lots of things that can contribute to you feeling excited about your day. One of them is your hormones. Some of them is your health, you know, your adrenaline, things like that. But I'm actually talking about the feeling of relaxation and the feeling of loving the day and knowing that it doesn't have to feel like a massive mental slog every single day. Even though you have more responsibilities, you might be thick back into your work routine. You might be getting kids off to school right about now. You might be having a new kid off to school right now. Or this might be a time where all your kids are at school for the first time ever and you don't really know what to do with yourself and you're in the habit of just quickly going around and cleaning up the house or getting everything done or creating whatever you need to create and working, working, working just as soon as, just as soon as because the habit is to actually work. So I wanted to talk about keeping the holiday alive. One thing that happens for me often is that after I go on holidays and I come home, I know when I used to go on these big European holidays backpacking when I was young and I'd come home and be like, no, I'm so depressed. I really want to go back on holidays. And I would feel so sad that that lifestyle of my holiday would end. I also used to have a boyfriend who would call me Holiday Haley and Uni Haley. Because when I was on holidays, I was so much fun. I had so much energy and I had all the time and I was really alive. And then I'd go back to university for the five years I was at university and I was boring and I couldn't go out on the weekends because I had so much to do and I didn't have fun and I was always stressed and I was always huffy. And so he used to call me Holiday Haley, and we'd get really excited (laughs) when I was on holidays, which was so true. I want to be holiday Haley as often as possible. So this is what I do to keep the holiday feeling alive, even when I am so not on holidays. Here's the first thing you need to know. We sink back into our old habits because of the anchors that we have that signify that we're not on holidays. Now, what are anchors? Anchors are neurological stimulated connections between like physical objects or things that we see, things that we hear, things that we wear, things that we smell, uh, certain um, tastes, sight, sounds. It's like through our senses, there'll be a trigger that something gets triggered off and it brings a feeling. There's a connected trigger and there's a feeling. So have you ever heard a song that just took you right back to the summer of some summer where something happened and you just instantly arrive there or perhaps there's a song that reminds you of someone that you love or a sad time or maybe that you have had the smell of someone's perfume and they've reminded you of someone that you love or there's a scent of a certain food that reminds you of a time in your life when you were young or when you traveled somewhere. These are examples of anchors and anchors is something that I teach inside of my NLP training and we're starting in March. So if you're interested in learning NLP from me in 2021, make sure you check out the link below this video and there's some awesome bonuses that you can get joining me 2021. But anchoring, so we we have anchoring everywhere. And oftentimes what happens is when we're on holidays, if you go away from your home and you're not at home, your anchors will be 
completely refreshed. Like you're in a new environment. There's nothing that you look around that stimulates work or stimulates chores or things to do. So think about when you're at home and you see a pile of washing on the floor or you see your partner's clothes on the bathroom floor or there's dishes in the sink or there's kids' toys on the floor or you see a school uniform or your handbag is there and it's open and it's got some kind of document in it from work. Like think about all of the things that you would see around your home that would trigger off certain feelings and certain ideas that don't really align with being on holidays, right? So it might be mess. It might be a desk that has a laptop on it. The laptop just reminds you of work. Literally everything in your house is an anchor right now and it anchors you into home. But if you spent a lot of time in 2020 at home and your home was a place where you homeschooled and you worked and there were tough times that happened and it's full of clutter that you just don't want to be there and it it doesn't feel great, you, you needed a holiday and you've come back from your holiday and your house is really messy, for example. Not that there's anything wrong with a messy house, right? But this is just an example. If mess makes you feel stressed, that could be an anchor that instantly takes you out of holiday mode, like boom whack straight away. If you have school uniform, it could instantly take you to a place of excitement or a place of, or a work uniform, a place of, yeah, I'm, I'm not so happy to go back to work. So we have anchors absolutely everywhere. When we go on holidays, we don't have those typical anchors. We in fact create new ones, new sights, new tastes, new sounds, new smells, new self-talk. So anchoring is very important to keep the holiday alive. Like if you feel really great when you're on holidays, ask yourself why. Is it because the place that you live is clean every day and absolutely clutter free? I remember when I was a kid, I really hated clutter. And I loved whenever we went to stay at like a holiday park or somewhere because you'd open the cupboard and there was hardly anything in it. And I just loved that there was no clutter in the cupboard. It just made me feel so good. And I always said to myself, I'm going to have no clutter when I grow up. Yeah, it just didn't happen. But anyway, so there are certain things that will anchor you into holiday mode. And there are certain things that anchor you out of holiday mode. I want you to think about if you look around, you know, I've got post-it notes on my desk here that definitely doesn't necessarily symbolize holidays. It symbolizes something that I do on the regular for my work. I have some seashells and they remind me of being on holidays. I have this beautiful view, but there's actually some piles of paper on my desk that just you know, even looking at them, I don't even necessarily know what they are, but I know that there's something I need to do with those pieces of paper. So that's an anchor out of relax and unwind. This is why at retreat centers, you know, you ask not to bring your phone, not to bring anything because you're just not reminded of your outside world and all the responsibilities of the day. So how can we live in a world where we're constantly reminded of our responsibilities and yet keep that internal holiday feeling alive? Well, you're going to love this episode. So remembering that we sink back into the old habits, it's because of those anchors. What we want to do is start thinking about the anchors of things that you do on holidays to actually bring those feelings into your life, no matter what's going on in your world, whether you have a dirty, messy desk or there's stuff everywhere or there's, you know, kids mess, it doesn't matter, right? If you can think about the types of things that you do guilt-free when you're on holidays that you could be doing anyway, but you only tend to do them on holidays and bring them into your life, you will get to keep that holiday feeling alive in your world. Okay. So let's think of some of those things now. And I've had this conversation with clients over the holidays and it's gotten them really, really excited. Like, oh my goodness, why don't I do this? So one of the things that I love to do on holidays is I read amazing magazines 
and I have a different sort of a book, like a great book for holidays that I just want to immerse myself into. Sometimes people immerse themselves into fiction and then on holidays, they immerse themselves into nonfiction because they want to learn something new while they've got their time off. And sometimes it's the opposite. Like people want to immerse themselves into fiction on holidays and not be learning anything new. However it is for you, think about the types of things that you do when you're on holidays Like, is it a great book? Is it a magazine? Is it reading at night instead of scrolling the gram? Is it going out for dinner or creating a beautiful romantic dinner? Is it eating by candlelight instead of eating by fluorescent light? Is it that you love to learn new things when you're on holidays? Like you always sign up for a new course and because you're in a new environment, you love to just expand your thinking. Is it that you eat outside? Is it that you go for walks and exercise or you make more time to just go to the beach, sit on the beach, Do nothing on the beach but read a book and you're not working and you don't have your phone. Think about all of the things that you do when you're actually on holidays. Now, I want to tell you something. It's funny because when I was very sick back in 2000 and must have been 2011 because I started to get better this year. I'd been sick for about two and a half years and I used to sit on my couch. I couldn't really do very much, but I remember sitting on my couch and the sun was streaming into my house and I was... I spent a lot of time in those years, like really overthinking. I was really worried about falling behind in my life. I I was worried about the fact that I thought I'd wasted time finishing my degree and I wasn't moving ahead in what I wanted to be doing. I couldn't do anything. I used to think about all the things that I would do once I get better. If I ever got better, will I ever get better? And it was this really awful spiral to be in actually. And I remember one day just sitting on my couch in my house. I was a hundred meters from the beach or maybe a bit more. And the sun was streaming in through the window. And I just had this thought like, you know, what if I just pretended I was on holidays instead of sitting here in this kind of mental cage, like thinking about all the things I would do when I'm allowed to enjoy myself? What if I just pretended I was on holidays right now? And this might sound like so obvious, but it, the thought had not occurred to me at that time. You know, we sit on our couch and we think, of, we, we create our own mental cage, don't we? We think of all the things we need to do, what we're going to do tomorrow, what we're going to cook for dinner, da, 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 da. In this case, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about, am I ever going to get better? And all the things that I would be doing if I, if I was better. So the sun was streaming in and for the first time in over two years, I, I let it just hit my face and I felt the warmth of the sun. And it was so nice. And then I picked up this magazine that was sitting in my house. It was dusty. It was four years old. I wiped it off and I thought, I don't even remember what's in this magazine. But if I was on holidays, I would read this magazine. So I laid on the couch and instead of sitting there with my brow furrowed, like thinking, overthinking, I picked up a magazine and flicked through it. And instantly I felt this wash of relaxation come over me. I thought to myself, I could do this on the beach if I wanted to. Why aren't I doing that? I'm sitting here because I've just told myself I had to be sitting here, but I don't. Like so often we're in our own mental cage and we anchor it in by the things that we have around us and the things that we do inside of our lives. So (laughs) I sat on the couch, I read a magazine and I thought, this is amazing. And then within six months, my body had actually started to heal. So this isn't just about keeping the holiday alive. This is an important message about keeping you alive, keeping your spirit alive, keeping your health alive. It's really important that when you go back to work, you don't take all the old feelings of 
back to work with you and instead you can keep the feelings of health and vitality and relaxation alive inside of your body and that's what this is essentially about now really what happens when we're on holidays is because we've taken time away from our work we give ourselves the space to breathe we give ourselves the space to think clearly to take stock to dream to not be answering 50,000 questions every single day And if you can give yourself that kind of time on the regular, meaning you meditate or you actually do make the effort to go for a walk, even though you feel like you have no time, these are the types of places and spaces where solutions come to you that you think you don't have time for, but that the kind of solutions that expand time for you, that the kind of things that save you time, they're the kind of solutions that only come to you when you're doing things like walking and exercising and you have a deep expansive view or you're breathing really deeply or you're taking a long drive or you've just given yourself the space to think. And this is why we love holidays so much. It's because we leave our anchors behind and we gain perspective and we create new anchors. So the invitation for keeping the holiday alive is A, look at the things that you do when you're on holidays. Well, firstly, I suppose, see if you can remove some of the negative anchors, right? So tidy up your place, make a little habit of tidying it if clutter really bothers you. Pop the uniforms away somewhere that you can't see them in the evenings so you're not reminded of work when you're actually physically not there. Close your laptop and put it in a drawer. Shut down your computer and close your office door if you can. Do what you can to sort of just move the anchors that remind you of work out of the way when you're not actually working so that your home gets to be your home, the place where you're not working at the moment. Very important. Then think about the things that really make you feel alive when you're on holidays, the things that make you feel super, super, super relaxed. One of those things for me is actually laying in the sun. Now, not just not sitting in the sun, not sitting in a chair, but actually laying down horizontally or mostly horizontally in the sun. Now I can be in the shade, I'm sun smart, but laying down horizontally on a warm day outside is just one of the best, most restorative feelings for me ever. I also love reading a great book, like just even taking the time to read anything. That's something that I definitely do when I'm on holidays. I go through book after book after book. Those are the two main things for me that are just major. So I want you to pick one or two things that you know when you're on holidays, they are things that you do when you're on holidays and they also instantly bring back holiday vibes for you. No matter where you are, you could be anywhere. And I want you to implement them today. Do I need a book? And carry a book with you in your handbag. Grab a Kindle if you like Kindles. I know some people aren't into Kindles. I'm not really into Kindles. I like to smell my books. But I do have a Kindle and it's very handy because it's light and I can pick whatever book I want. So I take my Kindle with me. When I'm waiting somewhere, my habit now, the best habit I have that I I aim to cultivate and, and nurture, I'm not the best at it is to actually keep my Kindle with me. And instead of picking up my phone when I'm waiting for something, pick up my Kindle and actually read a book. At nighttime, picking up a book, reading a book. One of the best things I did in 2020 was I ordered myself these beautiful, bougie sun lounges to place outside and just lay on. So even if I can't leave my home, I can pop the sun lounges out on the grass and just lay out there. And it's one of the best purchases I have made because it really is something when I I work from home, right? And I'm in an isolated area. So leaving the house is 
like a long trip every single time. And when we've been in lockdown, we haven't really been able to leave anyway. So that's one way that I've really invested in keeping the holiday alive for me is investing in some sun lounges. And I actually love working out there and reading out there. And it's just really, really nice. So pick one thing, whether it's a book or whether it's having a little habit of decluttering at night or whether it's putting your clothes away so that you can't see them or even something I know some of my clients love to do is when work is over, even if they're working from home, change out of your work clothes and into clothes that you would wear at home. You can even have a shower and get changed, right? So you feel like you're actually on holidays and then go and read your book or then, you know, eat dinner by candlelight instead of by your fluorescent lights and really romance the idea of your food and your time off because this is how we keep the holiday alive inside of us. It's how we keep our spirit alive too. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you take my words to heart and you consider how important it is for you to be feeling alive and feeling good no matter where you are. I hope that if you're interested in NLP, you will come and have a look at the course and you'll join me at some point or you'll follow along and learn as much as you can about this because it's so fascinating to know how we subconsciously respond to things. But most of all, I really hope that you will pick one thing that makes you feel really alive and like you're super on holidays, like ultra holiday mode and you implement that into your life today. Now, I'd love to hear from you. If you are listening to this episode, I really want to know what are you going to do? Please tell me. (laughs) Have a beautiful week. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears of all the things you could be listening to right now. You're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. I'll see you soon.